With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome into BrewCast from Mesa Brew on the SB Nation Podcast Network. I am Luke Giardi tonight, joined by Von Lozon here with you on Sunday night, February 20th, as we head into Monday, February 21st, fresh off the Michigan-Wisconsin game. You know, obviously nothing to uh, talk about in that contest uh, here today. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to have a lot of Michigan basketball for you here today. Von, what's going on, man? How are we doing here today? Oh, man. Uh Pleasure to be back on the Brewcast. It's been a hot minute since I've last uh, uh, graced the the host here, <laughs> Luke Giardi. I mean, it, it's been a hot minute. Um, I, I'm good. Things are busy. Things are picking up with uh, everything going on with with the website, Michigan Hoops, along with hockey. Uh, that's a good team that uh, we can You're talk not kidding about. There, some yeah. Point, but we're, yeah, and uh, the baseball team's starting up, so uh, we've got a lot going on despite the football offseason, and uh, lots to talk about tonight. So, uh, yeah, just happy to be here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, first and foremost, man, I mean, I you know, I don't, I don't know what the more, uh, I don't know how you want to put it, offensive, egregious, whatever, uh, the skirmish after the game of Michigan's three-point shooting. Uh, here tonight, yeah, that that was about as offensive as anything I've ever seen in my life. Four for twenty-five here today from beyond the arc, Vaughn. It's I mean it was disgusting. It yeah, I mean <laughs> the shooting in the first half, they they kind of started to catch some fire there at the end of the half. They were able to tie it up, um, and, and played some good basketball down the stretch and played some really good hoops right out the gate in that second half. But yeah. I mean. You you nailed it. the The three point shooting in general was just god awful, and obviously uh, the the main topic of discussion tonight 
uh, on the podcast, uh, the, the post game handshake line fight between Juwan Howard and, and, uh, uh, Greg, Gar- I mean, pretty much everybody got involved. I, I'm not going to limit it to just Jawan or just any of the Wisconsin coaches. It, it was kind of everybody uh, getting into the piece of the action. But uh, yeah, both were just dreadful. I hated to see both of those things more so the fight than anything. Um, Did you? So, but- so for me, like I still had it on the channel, but I had like tuned out by the by the time the buzzer sounded. You know. And oh, and all of a, and all of a sudden, so I'm like, I wasn't like watching the handshake line or what. You know, I was scrolling Twitter and you know, seeing people, everyone complain about the shooting from from Michigan and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, I hear the the announcer go, Jawan Howard just threw a punch, and I'm like, hold on, what? I thought I I, I didn't know what was happening. I saw people. There was just a big skirmish. Uh, there were bodies everywhere, pushing and shoving, and I was like, what on earth just happened, man? So I got I got way taken aback, dude. I caught it like halfway through after that happened and I was like oh my goodness and then I just spent like the next hour or two just dissecting everything that I could see in the videos yeah (laughs) I was um yeah I I watched most of the game I watched the entire second half including the very end there where they were about to cut out to go back to the the national audience there for CBS and, and and then the announcer all of a sudden just yeah starts raising his voice and J- Jawan Howard, uh, you know barking at you know blah 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 everything escalates and, and then all of a sudden yeah the punch was thrown and and uh, it, it shit hit the fan really quick Luke I mean it, it was just <laughs> crazy how uh, one thing led to another and it was just the snap of a finger and everybody was trying to uh, uh, have their opinion be heard. Or, or throw some punches or whatever. Cause it wasn't just Juwan that threw a punch. There were several other people in that skirmish that were uh, trying to throw some haymakers there. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was a total, it, it was a crazy thing because most of the second half wasn't really that entertaining. I, right. I had kind of tuned it out. Like you said um, to, to where I was kind of just you know, going about my business. I, I made some, some lunch. I was doing the rest of my, my daily Sunday things, doing some laundry, you know, some, some high quality things in the Lozon household uh, going on this afternoon. And then that happened and that kind of uh, piqued the interest of everybody. And, and obviously we were in uh, all hands on deck mode for Maze and Brew, trying to get all the news out there and seeing what the next step is here and, and exactly what led to Juwan being so yeah. pissed off. And, and we now found out that it was, Due to the fact that they took a timeout with like 30 seconds left and Michigan was down like 15 points. And and then that's kind of just what started everything, started Juwan's uh, attitude uh, towards the Wisconsin bench. And I guess he was given some glares toward the Wisconsin bench before the game even ended. So he clearly had an issue uh, for the last few minutes of the game, which kind of sparked everything so yeah you, you just hate to see it man it's just terrible yeah it was weird so I actually I didn't think much of the timeout because like Michigan was pressing they had you know Jace Howard in there but also had some of the starters Caleb Houston and, and whatnot against you know the walk-ons uh, for Wisconsin they struggled against the press so uh, I think they were about to get a 10 second call and you know Greg Gard took a 
timeout, whatever. I mean, you can debate it if you want. I didn't really think much of it. I know a lot of basketball people don't like a timeout in that situation because it doesn't matter if the kids have a turnover and Michigan gets a bucket or whatever. Like, Michigan's not going to come back and win that game, but you're also still coaching and trying to help out those kids. You don't want them to be out there and get embarrassed. So I honestly didn't think much of it, you know, and that's why I started to tune out in the handshake line because I usually do. I hop on Twitter. Yeah. But, you know, I start looking for takes and whatnot. So, uh, you know, you go back and look at it, man, and Juwan, he's obviously, he's going to have a suspension. Uh, We don't know how long it's going to be, how long it can be according to the bylaws. It's going to be at least two games, you know. Is it going to be for the rest of the season? Whatever. He deserves a suspension. He was very much in the wrong for for what he did. Um, There are other people who I think are also uh, have some blame uh, to go around on, on both sides with Michigan and on the Wisconsin side. So pretty much what happened was Juwan Howard didn't even want to stop and talk to Greg Gard. You know, we got audio here tonight on a Twitter video that Juwan Howard, as he's walking by Greg Gard, says, I'll remember that. And Greg Gard, I mean, you could say what you want. Uh, You can pretend that he didn't do this. Greg Gard absolutely put his hands on Juwan and stopped him. Now, that is going to be something in that situation that's going to escalate the situation. You know, whether you think he's allowed to say that based on what Juwan said, that's fine. But you can't act like Greg Gard is just like some innocent bystander in this whole thing either. So he stops Juwan, and Juwan says, don't put your hands on me. And he, he, you know, Juwan's a big guy. He put his, uh, he, he started grabbing Greg Gard, put his finger in his face. That's not going to de-escalate anything, Vaughn. <laughs> and no. all, of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, they're arguing. They get pushed back. Here comes this Wisconsin assistant coach, former player. He's a big dude. He comes in, man, and he starts doing whatever. Uh, he put his hands on a couple of Michigan players trying to push him back, whether he was being, you know, uh, however you want to put it, whether he was, uh, you know, doing it purposefully to put their, his hands on the Michigan players or if he was just trying to break everything up. I'm not really sure, but Terrence Williams, uh, you could see, if you go back and watch the broadcast, he's saying something or he's doing something that really upsets Terrence yeah. Williams, before Jawan throws... First of all, this wasn't a punch, by the way. This was an open hand, a slapper, a face push. It wasn't a punch. I wish people would stop saying it was a punch. Punch is a closed fist. Anyways, um, so Jawan, I don't know what happened, what he said, whatever. He obviously, you know, he slaps this dude in the face. Like, that's that's what he did, you know? That's going to set some things off. Number zero for Wisconsin comes in, starts throwing uh, a punch. He actually connect with Terrence Williams. That set Musa Diabate off. He was throwing haymakers, man. I, if one yeah. of those would have landed, oh, good Lord, I uh, would not want to be on the receiving end of that. Terrence Williams, and then we just had more and more, and it, it just it got out of control in a hurry at the end of the day. Uh, it, was, uh, it was a sad sight to see, but... I mean, it is what it is now. We'll see what happens. Uh, you know, what What were your full takeaways from this whole thing? Because I know me, I have some unpopular opinions, so I'm, I'm going to let you t- handle this one, Vaughn. <laughs> I, I look, I love the unpopular opinions that you bring to, uh, to the brewcast every single week. So uh, th- thank you for those. Um, but no, I mean, when it comes to stuff like this, I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. It, it wasn't a punch, it, it, you know, whether you want to call it. Was it was a physical strike, though. It very or, much was. I just I just want to call it what it was, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and I totally understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I mean, regardless of the terminology, it, it, it's assault at the end of the day. Physically struck, physically assaulted a guy. And we don't know what was said in the handshake line exactly or if there was anything else uh, that, that came about with 
all of that. And I'm sure some of the details will trickle out eventually. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's it's completely unacceptable. Um, you know, me personally, that's that's just how I live. I mean, I've, I've never been uh, in a fight my entire life. I've, I've never tried to punch or slap or you know, anything like that uh, because I was so angry or pissed off or whatever you want to say. Uh, that's just me personally. So it, it's a bad look for him. First and foremost, it's a bad look for the program, bad look for the university and uh, a bad look for Ward Manuel, the athletic director who released a statement um, earlier this uh, afternoon, uh, not long after the game said that uh, he's pretty much aware of what's going on. He says there is no excuse for any of our staff or student athletes to get into a physical altercation with others, regardless of instigating factors. And uh, he personally reached out and apologized to the folks at the University of Wisconsin and said that it was totally unacceptable behavior. So uh, on top of the two games that Jawan's probably going to get, Ward Manuel absolutely could come down with the hammer and give him a few more there. So it it could be at the maximum two with the Big Ten, and then you can add on a few more um, from the University of Michigan itself. So there's five games left in the season. I don't know. I mean, I would maybe put the over under at uh, at three and a half as far as amount of games he's going to be suspended in total. So we're probably looking at most of this upcoming home stretch without Jawan Howard being the head coach for Michigan. You're probably going to have to have Phil Martelli leading the team. And their next four games are at home. And this was a huge stretch for the team. So and this is another reason why you get you just got to think a little bit more clearly when it comes to And I know that things happen in the heat of the moment of things, but with your team sitting where you're at on the bubble already, you got these games in front of you. Some of these games I think are winnable. You played Illinois tough on the road. Initially um, you're going to get Michigan state at home. You played them pretty tough on the road in the first half, at least. And some of these games are pretty winnable. So I don't know. I, I, I don't want to say that uh, all hope is lost at this point, but it's uh, it's really a huge, huge detriment moving forward for not only just him, uh, the rest of the coaching staff, the players, but uh, just this season. Um, and uh, it's it's just a terrible look in general. So that, that, those are just my thoughts and a long winded way of saying uh, it sucks just all around. What are your Oh, hot takes and unpopular opinions, Luke. Well, my unpopular opinion is I think that we should let more people fight, to be quite honest with you. I mean, <laughs> I'm, 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 you know, like, like as a, but as a, like a, a mutual thing, a consensual thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, like UFD, if, like, like and so, Greg Gard go so, get uh, weight weighted. And yeah, everything. I don't even, I don't even think it'd be, it'd be Greg Gard, right? It'd be the, it'd be the Wisconsin <laughs> assistant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like hockey yeah. does it. And I keep going back to this, like. No one bats an eye when hockey does it, right? It's all set up. The guys are going to get, you know, five-minute majors for fighting. They're going to sit in the penalty box, and then they get to go back playing the game. Like, at the end of the day, if you want to if you want to be civil about it and you want to, you know, let these guys hash things out, like, you know, like, man or whatever, that, let them go to the center court. You know, everyone can just circle around, have them, let them hash it out a little bit, you know? I, I've never been, you know, like, morally, you know, uh, 
whatever reprehensor, however you want to put it, about fighting. It's just never, you know, been who I am. I think that human beings are sometimes violent, and as long as it doesn't go too far, I think that, um, you know, I, I don't have as big of a problem with it as a lot of people do. This, however, obviously, this was kind of uh, in in the situation that we live in. You can't do it if you're Juwan Howard because it wasn't a consensual thing. And, you know, especially with where his team is, right? Like, they are on the bubble. You just can't do that, Vaughn, because I, you put it at three and a half. I, I'm going to take the over, dude. I don't think he coaches in the regular season this year. I don't know if they're going to have him coach in the conference tournament either, man, to be quite honest with wow. you. Yeah, I, I, I really do. I think, you know, Ward Manuel, his statement that he put out there, you know, I it thought. Was strong. Yeah, that was a very strong statement. I, it really was. Um, and it and it leads me to believe that he is going to come down on Juwan, especially being just a second year head coach. Um, you know, to try to set the framework. I don't look. I don't think Juwan Howard's going to get fired. Like I, I see people with that take. That's do you? I, is that even a possibility, no, Vaughn? No, it, it's it's a dumb take. It's it really is. Yeah, it, it they're not going to fire Juwan Howard over this. At the end of the day, man, it's just it, you know, it, it's one of those situations where Juwan does have to. Keep his cool a little better, man, because he's a leader of young men. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He's, he's molding these young men, and I understand that. So he's he's got to be, you know, uh, he's just got to try to be a bigger person. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I as, as much as I hate to say that because mm-hmm. I'm never the bigger person, you know, I'll promise you that. <laughs> I will, I'll take the I'll take the low road nine times out of ten. Um, so, you know, at the end of Never the day, you off, Luke. <laughs> you, <laughs> you like when you are the head basketball coach at the University of Michigan, that position comes with a little added responsibility, you know, and um, yeah, it, it's a really unfortunate situation, man. Uh, I feel bad, really feel bad for someone like Jace Howard, uh, who had to try and, you know, re- restrain Jawan in that yeah. situation, knowing how upset your dad is, like that's that's just a really tough situation to be put in for sure. And I'm sure Jawan very much, you know, feels bad about that aspect of it. Though I don't feel like Jawan feels like he necessarily did anything wrong, given the situation, uh, given his post game remarks. Yeah, I think maybe uh, maybe the post game presser should have been pushed back a little bit for him to compose himself and really think it through because yeah, you're right. It, it really didn't seem like he thought all that much was uh, on his uh, side of things, at least that uh, he did anything wrong really seemed like he was still kind of pushing the narrative of, well, they put their hands on me. I don't think that's cool. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know what really I, you know what I will say about back. that Vaughn, what I will say about that, this whole thing has been interesting for me to see. Um, how some people, like, what they view as okay, like, what situations are okay to put your hand on someone, given what Greg Gard did to Juwan, and when it's not okay to put your hands on someone. I think, you know, I, I mean, I guess there's a, a little room for nuance here, but as soon as you put your hands on someone, man, I hey, all bets are off out there in the real world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Juwan needs, needs to be better, but at the end of the day, man, yeah. that's just, I mean, don't, that, that's just a rule of thumb. Unless you are willing to fight, do not put your hands on anyone. Yeah, totally agreed. And he was, Greg Gard was kind of the one that initiated the whole putting his hands on someone situation because Juwan, if you look at the video, he wasn't even going to shake his hand. No. He, he had <laughs> no interest in even looking at the guy. 
he was a ghost as far as Juwan was concerned. So, so he was walking past him. Greg Gard kind of reaches out and grabs him and is like, Hey, what's going on? Um, kind of a thing. And that's when everything kind of escalated from there. So yeah, that that's kind of Juwan's stance, at least as of now, obviously time can change things. Right. I would imagine that he's probably going to reflect on this tonight and in the days to come, the weeks to come. And hopefully he can learn from this and grow as not only just a head coach, but a human being too. Um, but certainly as a head coach for university of Michigan, um, as far as they're concerned, but yeah, you bring up a great point about how there is, it's interesting because he's the head coach of a program. He's the face of the program. Um, he coaches these young guys and, and he preaches all the time that, uh, it's for competitors only. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and one of the, what's the other thing that they say that uh, this is not for everyone. Um, I I don't know. I mean, perhaps he should go back and, and look at those things and really evaluate what those really mean to him personally, because the reason why he got so pissed off was at first was because of the timeout. It really, at the end of the day, that's just competition. So I didn't think anything of the timeout either. I don't mean to go back to that conversation there, but yeah, I, I didn't really think anything of the timeout either. So I, I don't know. I mean, like if, if he if, wants to, if, if he wants saying, to be peeved about it, like I understand, like there are things that happen in a game that you're going to be upset about. And he said something about it, you know, in the handshake line, but he didn't go after Greg Gard over the no. timeout. He just said, I'm going to remember that. And then the whole thing escalated from there. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's like the equivalent of like, you know, there's no uh, there's no spaces left for you to park your car in the parking lot at, at the grocery store because some jackass took up two spots. Right. Like you're not going to go after that guy and go through the store and try to kick that guy's ass. Right. Yeah. Like, you're just going to you're going to look at it and say, what a douche. And then just let it go. You know, you find a different spot, whatever. So I don't know when it, when it comes to these kinds of situations, you got to just let things go, man. And and I know that it's difficult in the heat of the moment. Sometimes when, when you're so pissed off and and you, you really just lose your temper, but I don't know, man. I mean, you would think that the head coach of a a university like Michigan would just take a step back and realize that it's better to just let things go, not say anything and not have anything like that happen. Um, I don't know. That, that, those are just my thoughts, though. I mean, it, it's just the whole thing is just it's baffling to me, Luke. I, I really didn't think that I would have to podcast here on a Sunday <laughs> night talking about Jawan Howard uh, physically striking a guy um, <laughs> because they took a timeout oh. with 30 seconds left of the game. I mean, it, it's just unfathomable, man. It really is, it, though, man. It, it's, it's just one of those situations, you know, like. You ever just been in a situation where every so many things went wrong for you in a short amount of time and you don't even yeah. realize like how you got to that point? <laughs> like that's kind of what yeah. that was here today, man. Yeah, it really was and obviously the fallout is is only beginning here. I mean, we've had these statements come out from Ward Manuel and the Big 10 and obviously Juwan has given his side of the story, Greg Gard has given his side of the story. I, I think the University of Wisconsin's athletic director had like a press conference after the game or, or spoke after the game, something along those lines, pretty much defending his guys a wholeheartedly. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that guy's statement. I'll tell you that for free. No, I, I didn't think it was accurate. Um, but again, these are statements that came like 10, 15 minutes after the 
entire incident happened. So it's really hard to get everything accurate right after something like that happens without going through the video and seeing exactly what led up to these things. And it, it's going to take time for yeah. the truth to really come out. So th this is just really the beginning of, of the fallout here, but um, it, it's, it's just crazy. So I, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens, see how many games Juwan actually gets suspended for. I, I would imagine at least the two. So we'll see, man. Yeah. And this overshadowed something and, the fact that we talked about earlier that Michigan, you know, had their chances here today, but good Lord, man, their shooting is abysmal. It's, I mean, it's, it's actually, I, I shouldn't even say that as a general blanket statement because there are times, Vaughn, where it's not abysmal <laughs> at all and it's really, really good, a la the Purdue game at home. But they, what what is the stat in conference games? They have either shot over 40%, or under 25% from three, and there is no in-between those two percentages in any one of those games. Yeah, there's been no consistency. And you saw, they had some very good looks today. Oh, very so open many shots. open looks. Oh, tons. I mean, Eli Brooks, every time he was open uh, from three, he he let it loose, and I was like, yeah, he's wide open. That's a great shot, and doink, went right <laughs> off. So it, it it's it's just crazy. Caleb Houston was two of seven. Eli Brooks was two of six. Devontae Jones was 0 for five. Um, you know, Jace Howard took a really or a couple really uh, bad three point shots. I think one of them may have been airballed. Uh, Kobe Buffkin never really got going. So, yeah, I mean, the fact that they had four three pointers and they came from two of their players combined. It, not great, man. So it, it's it's pretty clear at this point that the offense lives and dies by how well Hunter Dickinson plays. Yep. And for having 21 points, he really didn't get involved too much from beyond the arc. He only took one shot outside the three point line today, which I think he's drastically improved in this yes. year is uh, shooting just, I mean, kind of just all around, but definitely from beyond the arc. So I don't know. I, I feel like they took away his uh, offensive opportunities in the second half. Wisconsin did played very well defensively against him in that second half. And yeah, I think he had 15 in the first half, right? It, it was 15 or 17. It, yeah. it was something along those lines. So the fact that he ended with 21 points is so he had you know, four or six points in that second half. So they really shut him down and uh, forced Michigan to go to some of their other playmakers like Eli Brooks, like I mentioned, or Devontae Jones was trying to get going. And uh, his stat line was pretty abysmal too. four of 13 from the field. And like I said, over five from three. So yeah, just shooting just rough all around, man it is brutal. And there's just no consistency with it. So they, they got to find a rhythm here quick if they want to make the NCAA tournament because time's running out. And, you know, in the last show, there was something that I mentioned that I think was more prevalent today uh, that, than I've seen in a long time. It was put on display because Wisconsin has this when things break down you know Michigan relies on the offense to get shots sometimes defense is really good they scout you well and they take away what you're looking to do Johnny Davis when that happens can go get a bucket Michigan doesn't really have a guy that could just go get a bucket when things break down man and that was that was on display here today I thought yeah they, no they, they don't have 
a guy like I mean, they had several of those players last year. Right, Ron exactly. Wagner was a guy. Isaiah Levers, I mean, Shondi. I mean, they had a ton yep, of Shondi dudes. Brown, Mike Smith yep. was great at the point guard spot last year, and and they had depth behind those guys too. Austin Davis coming off the bench last year was uh, huge for Michigan um, at that center spot, and they don't really have a, a true backup center this season, which is really put uh, Michigan in some tough spots having to figure out some of the lineups. Do you play Musa at the five in some certain situations? Uh, they've been having to play Jaron Folds at the five in some situations. And, and look, I'm not, I'm not going to bad mouth a guy by any means. He's, he's a college kid, right? I, 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 I'm, I'm just a, I'm just a guy who runs a, a Michigan website. So I'm not going to shit talk anybody. Well, well now here's, team, but, but the talent's just not there. Well, now so, here's the issue Vaughn is that you, you just brought up Musa. There's a really good chance him and Terrence Williams are going to be out a couple of games as well. Like the, the lack yeah. of depth could be a very concerning thing for Michigan down the final five games here. Yeah, I if if they get some games too, which I would anticipate at least Musa because he he took some violent swings um, in that post game altercation. It, things are going to get really tough for Michigan, e- even though these next four, like I said, are at home. Um, these next four opponents aren't scrubs by any means. No, at this point in the season, you're not going to be playing scrubs. But you, you got Rutgers, who is really a a white hot team. I, I don't know what the score is of that Purdue game. They were losing last I saw, but before that they had uh, some, it really was impressive uh, 84, 84, games. 72 final Purdue over Rutgers. Okay. So, so they, they kept it relatively close, but, the, but they've been really good as of late and Rutgers played very well the first time against Michigan. So it, that could be a really tough game. And then next Sunday, uh, they get Illinois again, and Illinois is looking like one of the, I don't know, I would say arguably top three uh, team in the Big Ten, and then followed by Michigan State, and then Iowa, and then you finish the season at Ohio State. None of those games are easy. I, I could easily see them if Juwan Howard's suspended and T-Will's gone or Moose is gone or both of them, they're going to lose that depth. They're going to lose that that head coach figure there. I could see them going 0-5 and not making the, the tournament at that point. And quite frankly, who knows if they even get into the NIT at that point. I mean, it's just this season could really unravel in a really bad way if uh, all of that happens. And I obviously we don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, nothing has come out on any of that yet. But if all of that kind of comes to fruition, that would be just mm-hmm. – the worst way to end a basketball season of all time. I, I can't think of a worse way. What What do you think? I, I think two more wins with the five remaining opponents that they have. If they get two more wins down this last five, I think they've got a good shot at getting in at least to Dayton, if not one of those final uh, 11 seeds with a bye. Because the two wins are going to be quad one wins, obviously. Uh, even being at home. You know, I think that's that's going to yep. bump their resume up enough. They get to 10 wins in the conference. Maybe you win one more in the Big Ten tournament to really solidify it. I think they, they absolutely have to get at least two wins, I think. Three, I would say, almost certainly secures it. Obviously, this is going to be tough. What do, you, what do you think? What are your feeling on what they need to do uh, to lock a bid down uh, to the NCAA tournament? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would probably go three, honestly. Okay. I, I, th- I think they need to win... Um, they, they need absolutely need to beat Rutgers on Wednesday and then 
I would say take three of the next four uh, or two of the next four, I should say. And I, I think that would really help them out, whether it's, uh, you know, at Ohio State and against Iowa, they get the wins or uh, Michigan State and Iowa. You know, Iowa is probably one of the more winnable games down the stretch at Ohio State. I, I honestly at this point, I don't really think they stand a chance um, at Ohio State. They kind of got molly whopped at home against the Buckeyes. I mean, obviously, it's a rivalry game and anything can happen. But it, at this point, I don't think they win that game. Illinois is going to be really tough. So as of right now, I don't think they win that game. So I would say if you win three of those five and if you if you beat Rutgers, you beat Michigan State, and you beat Iowa, I think they got a good shot. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they're because they were, you know, uh, depending on where you look, either last four in receiving one of those last 11, you know, uh, seeds. I don't think this loss necessarily hurts them. Uh, all that much, you know, on on the road to Wisconsin against a top 15 team. I don't think that's a, a huge loss. The, the question now begins is, can they survive this final stretch? Because you lose all five and you're out, obviously. Even if you go one and four, you're probably out. Who's going to be the head coach? Phil Martelli, we would uh, certainly expect uh, to be. Who are you going to be without? Man, there's a lot of questions here that I think we're going to get resolved here this week. What what kind of timetable do you think that the Big Ten's going to have on this? It's got to be soon because Rut- they play Rutgers on the 23rd. Yeah, they play Rutgers Wednesday, so it's. I would say it's going to be definitely before then. I honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if it comes out uh, the day that this recording comes out Monday. Yeah, um, I, I think they're going to take pretty swift action here. I don't think it's really going to take a whole lot of time for them to review the video evidence and kind of uh, do the, I guess, in a quote unquote investigation process, which pretty much is a. Uh, uh, they just have to reach out to both universities. It probably won't take all that much time. So right. I would say by Monday, probably Monday afternoon, latest Tuesday for sure, uh, since uh, Michigan's got that game on Wednesday. So I would anticipate something happening pretty quick. What do you think? I, I would say I think Monday it's got to come down. I think, you know, like we said, Ward Manuel sent a pretty strong message. I would very much think the Big Ten is going to give – uh, Jawan the full you know two games that they're capable of and Michigan's gonna add on to that I'm I'm very curious on what the other suspensions player suspensions I'm sure Wisconsin's number zero uh, is, is gonna get suspended he connected on a punch uh, with Terrence Williams we'll see about Musa uh, we'll see if there's any disciplinary action for any of the Wisconsin coaches man it's, it's gonna be I'm intrigued I will say that we we know for sure Jawan is, is done for at least two games if not the rest of the regular season where everyone else Maybe does or does not get disciplined. I'm not really a hundred percent sure. Juwan is a is a certainty. The other ones, uh, all of the ones that I just mentioned, I'm not a hundred percent sure. So I, that that's going to be intriguing. That might be the thing that takes more time. I think Vaughn, rather than yeah. Juwan, Ju, the Juwan one may have already been decided. For all we know, it's the other four or five potential disciplinary actions that I think that are going to take a little bit longer and a little more uh, investigating the video and maybe getting some you know testimonies from the people that were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised, too, if Greg Gard ends up getting a game uh, suspension, just kind of like a guilty by association deal, just because he I, I mean, if you look at the video, he's the one that kind of started it all. Right. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Big Ten gave one game uh, just because of his involvement in the incident. And like you mentioned, the, uh, the other players and coaches that you're going to have to sort out, that's probably going to take the most time because 
I, I think you're kind of right in that they probably already decided Jawan's fate. They're just like, yeah, man, like you, you struck a guy like two games. I, how much money is it? Like ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand. Yeah, like he's. The maximum. They're gonna get. The, so, he's gonna get the full extent of that bylaw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no doubt about it. So it, it, if it's anything less than the full extent of the bylaw, then I'll be shocked, I would, dude. I, I would I'd be. I'd be shocked, and I'd lose money in DraftKings if if that were a thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I can't see that happening. But yeah, it's it's gonna take time for sure because you mentioned Musa. T. Will was involved in there. There were a couple players from Wisconsin uh, that uh, tried to get involved there. So, yeah, it, it's going to take a little bit of sorting out uh, for all of those little minor details of is this guy going to get suspended? Is this guy going to get suspended? But obviously the main focus being Jawan, that's going to take the least amount of time, I think, for their investigation. So I would anticipate sometime Monday afternoon that something will be out and if it's anything later than that, then I would imagine it's because they're trying to sort everything out with everybody else. Yeah, exactly. It may be, I don't know how these things usually go. Can they hand out the one, you know, and then give out the other discipline later? Will they try to do it all at the same time? Or I'm, I'm not really sure. I'm guessing they'd want to do it all at the same time, right? Yeah, I would imagine. So I, it would be kind of weird for them to just be like, yeah, Juwan, you're suspended. But we're also looking into a couple other right, players right. too. So I would anticipate because the Big Ten doesn't want to have to release more statements than they have to. So exactly. I would anticipate it's going to be one full-on thing. They're going to give all of the suspensions all at the same time, all of the uh, monetary fines at the same time. Like everything's going to be all done at once. It's going to be one false swoop. So I, like I said, I, I would anticipate this being done pretty quickly. And honestly, they probably have their minds made up for most of this already. It's just a matter of putting together the statement and releasing it. Yep. I, I agree. And you know, that's, that's just kind of what we're waiting on, man. What a absolutely wild day here, Vaughn. I mean, it is. Kind of baffling, to be honest with you. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. Uh, doesn't still kind of feel surreal right now that this whole thing went down. Did a basketball game actually be played? Was was a basketball game oh. played today? Because I, I at this point, like it, it overshadowed everything that happened. So it, it it's hard to believe that 40 minutes of basketball were played. Yeah, uh, between Michigan and Wisconsin, I just it, it's it's wild. I also don't think I also want to say this. I see this take being thrown around. I don't really think I don't. I mean, I certainly don't think you'd need to get rid of handshake lines. That wasn't the reason this whole thing happened. Um, No. Oh, I'm also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen people. I've seen people say it. Oh, my God. I'm also. But uh, like on the flip side, if they did do away with it, like I wouldn't be upset. Like I've the handshake line kind of means nothing to me. It's kind of just a formality. Uh, But I don't think you need to get rid of it as a result of this by any stretch of the imagination. No, I mean, it's. It's like one. This is I, one I, incident out of you know, like <laughs> out I mean, of how millions. many handshake, how many handshake lines are done in a year, right? In the history of college basketball, right? Like, yeah, come on. I I I didn't see that take throat. Was that on Twitter? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a Twitter take for sure. Christ, I think it might have been. Oh man, do I? I don't want to. I don't want to put it in his mouth. No, I thought name maybe drop somebody. Do I, it. I, I I think. Let me. I have to go see his thing right now. Was it one I, of ours. I thought no. It one of our people. No, I I think it might have been <laughs> Seth Greenberg. Oh, are you kidding me? Let me let me go see. I'm not. Um, I I think that might be the dumbest thing to come out of all of this. And a man was physically assaulted today. 
Let's, That's just terrible. Oh my god! Let's yeah. I, don't I mean, it, it's it's all in friendly competition. I mean, it, it's just a natural thing when the game's over. Good game. Yeah, I mean, exactly, it, absolutely. It ain't tough to get rid of that. That's a joke. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Maybe not. Not like it's a huge deal. Like I'm, I'm not trying to like be like old timey man. Like, oh, we have to shake hands after the game. But like, it's just absurd that. <laughs> that that got brought up out of everything that could be talked about. That's the yeah, topic he did. Okay, so he he did. Seth Greenberg did tweet it. He said, "I agree." So Dick Vitale must have said it first because Seth Greenberg said, "I agree oh, with man. Dickie V. We don't need handshake lines." And while okay, so maybe that's not a that's not a thing. That's not a direct result. I guess I, I read that wrong because I kind of agree. We don't need handshake lines. We just kind of do them. Uh, but this, mm-hmm. you know, this, we don't need to get rid of them because of this incident here today. No, like this isn't the thing that uh, the line in the sand was drawn because of, right? Like right. the fact that this is being brought up today is is kind of crazy. But no, I mean, do you need it? No, it, it's not a necessary part of the game, but it's sportsmanship at the end of the day. Right. So I... I don't have an issue with it either way. I mean, there are so many things in sports that we could talk about this. That we like just that we just do, man. That that yeah. is, you know, it's like it's like it's like those TikTok videos, like things that just make sense or whatever. You know, yeah. that there's no real explanation. <laughs> it's just it's just one of those things that makes sense if you've ever played basketball. You know, that you just yeah. shake hands after the game. Mm-hmm. I I there there are certain things in sports that I I do not understand why they happen. We'll never understand why they happen. And yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's just a, a, you know, like the masters, a tradition, unlike any other. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Right. So, yeah. It, that's just why it happens. It would be insane so. overreaction to have any sort of like thing of, Oh, we, we should seriously look at getting rid of handshake lines. So the this NCAA doesn't happen again releases a statement. Like this, we are looking at yeah. getting rid of the post game handshake. Like this line. shouldn't happen. Anyway, because of you know? Juwan Howard. Exactly. Like, <laughs> be absurd. And, like, and that would be the most insane thing. It's like, you know, if, if you are that hot, you know, where you feel like you are going to do something, like have a physical altercation in the handshake line, just don't go in the handshake line. Just go to the locker room, man, yeah. at the end of the but day. But also, like, somebody must have known how pissed Juwan Howard was. Like, there's no way that any of the assistant coaches, like, like there's no way none of them knew, Yeah. right? right. There's no way that, like, Phil Martelli, Sadie Washington – like all the players on the bench, they all knew well, how pissed I, I think Juwan they, was. I think they just they expected. I think they just expected him to not shake guard's hand and keep it rolling through the line. You know, at the end of the day, Damn. because that's. I mean, we've seen that before. I've been in handshake lines where someone doesn't shake hands, or like you had beef with someone throughout a game, and they don't want to shake your hand. Like I don't care. You know, I don't really. I'm not friends with these opponents or anything no, like that. No difference. So it's a, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't care. I'm not going to get upset about it. So I, I'd, I'd expect that. That's just what they thought was going to happen here today. He wasn't going to shake his hand. He was going to shake hands with the Wisconsin players and, and keep it moving. And obviously it, it, it didn't turn out that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's sad. I mean, I, I just, I would have anticipated that somebody would have just been like, Hey coach, maybe we just sit this one out. And it looked like he kind of wanted to. Yeah. So I, I'm curious as to why he even went through the handshake line in the first place. I think because he wanted he to tell that man. I, I think, think he, he wanted to tell Greg guard. He was going to remember that. Yeah. He you wanted think, you think to so? tell Greg guard that he was going to remember that. 
You're trying to send a message? Yes, and if if Jawan can do it at any point in the future, he is going to run up the score on Wisconsin if he has the chance. There's no question in, about that in my mind. He will, oh, yeah. he will press until the final whistle with his starters. doesn't matter what the score is if he has that opportunity. I'm not saying that he's 100% going to have that opportunity, but if it arises, he is 100% going to try and run up the score on Wisconsin. He'll save all of his timeouts for like the last minute of the game. <laughs> Juwan, just, like, just let's the, be honest, Jawan's kind of petty, you know. Like, I strive, yeah, I strive yeah. to be petty. I, I that that is I mean, not a knock on him. I am a very <laughs> petty person. I run almost purely on spite in my life. Yeah. So, <laughs> so trust me, I'm with it 100. percent I I love it. I I love. I do like the pettiness too. Like, it is funny, um, just to see all of that unfold. Um, you know, this isn't the first time that he's been like in a skirmish like this either. So I, I don't believe it'll be the last no. either. Like, like this is just, this is just the beginning for Jawan as far as, uh, you know, post game or, or even mid game beefs. Cause I think his, uh, his beef with Mark Turgeon was like a mid game. thing. Yeah, it was, for... he got ejected man during a TV yeah. timeout. Yeah. 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 That was that was funny too. Yeah, but, that was. Yeah, uh, man. I mean, it's uh, it's it's just the beginning of all. Of I this, have so. I have to imagine though that the leash is short on Jawan Howard. You think moving so? Moving forward, uh, with, how, with, how short you thinking though? Uh, I think any more skirmishes, and I think they're gonna have a. If if anything like this happens again, if he's in another physical altercation with with an opposing coach, I, I think yeah. they're very much gonna look hard at, at terminating him uh, from the position. I, I really do. I, I think that'll be a thing that Ward yeah. sits down and kind of lays out, you know, because Ward Ward's statement definitely felt like he was a little bit embarrassed, to be honest with you. He sh- honestly, he should be. And, and I think everybody is a little embarrassed yeah. by that. You don't ever want to see feel, this happen, you know, but no. I, and I feel bad for Jace genuinely having him having to hold his father back and kind of just, you know, like him being guilty by association to an extent as well. Just the fact that that's his dad that did all of that, and he was having to mitigate the entire situation. So, yeah, I, I think everybody feels a little embarrassed at this point, and you just got to put your head down, get back to work, and hope that you can get past it quickly because, like we've talked about, this next stretch of games here is going to be really important for Michigan's chances of getting to the tourney. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, Vaughn, you'll, you'll never say Jawan Howard won't fight for his players, you know? Uh, no, no, he uh, <laughs> uh, he certainly will do that. Um, it, that's that's one thing that you can always count on Juwan for, I guess. He he will he will fight till we're, the very end. For it's it's going to be an interesting last five games, man. Buckle yeah. up. It, it's going to be fun. Vaughn, appreciate you joining, uh, filling in here for Scotty White on uh, Brewcast. Let the folks know where they can find you on social media, my man. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon and give Mason Brew a follow on whichever social media platform you're on, Facebook, Twitter, Insta. And we're on pretty much everything. Um, and uh, give us all those five-star reviews on all of our podcasts. We'd really appreciate it. You can find me on Twitter at Luke Giardi, L-U-K-E-G-H-I-A-R-D-I. Uh, follow the Brewcast Show page at Brewcast Show, Maze and Brew on Twitter as well. Subscribe to the YouTube page. And, of course, subscribe, rate, and leave a review for all of our podcasts and uh, let us know your thoughts on the show. We do really appreciate it wherever you get your podcast. That's going to wrap it up for us here today. For Von Lozon, I'm Luke Giardi, and we'll see you next week on Brewcast.